Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. On a Monday morning, got the usual stuff to do. I'm doing a show, so let's learn my lines, do some housework, and learn my lines some more. And it's that kind of show. This is a very important one for me. I like to do stage acting, and I've talked in the past how acting and things like that can help you with your game. But I don't want to talk about that right now. What I want to talk about is my show, because it gave me some food for thought about gaming. I'm doing a show right now called An Empty Plate in the Café de Grand Bouffe by Michael Hollinger. I play a man who's a multimillionaire publisher who comes into his restaurant in Paris. He bought a restaurant, keeps it open, and it's just for him. This is, takes place in 61. And he comes there to die. He wants to starve himself to death in his own restaurant because he's brokenhearted. Now, I got to thinking about this. And I thought, you know, has anybody ever talked about a character who has a death wish? Because it, it seems like every character has a death wish. Why else would they go into dungeons and fight monsters and things like that? But somebody with an actual death wish, and there's probably an alignment thing in there too, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Now, it'd be interesting. I think it would be very interesting if you had an adventure with a guy who just, he just throws caution to the winds all the time. Say that it's a benefactor or he's the leader or whatever, and he thinks nothing of sending people into certain danger to do, the, to do something for him because he'd do the same thing. He wouldn't think twice about it because it seems like he has a death wish. And it would be interesting to see how players handle that. Because that's kind of a, a psychological... I mean, it's it's opposed to somebody who's like an adrenaline junkie. They'll do things dangerous because it gives them a, a high. That's their thing. They enjoy doing that. But adrenaline junkies tend to be a little on the safe side. I mean, if they're climbing a mountain or doing something like that, they will take every safety precaution, but still be wanting to get that to get that rush. You know what I'm saying? People with a death wish don't care. They will just do it. They will just, you know, send me in there with my that red dragon. I don't care with with. Uh, Give me some, sure, give me some armor, maybe shield, but send me in there. What What is he, AC4 now? Okay, yeah, let's go. It's like they want to die. And it'd be funny because if you did something like a guy who has a death wish, but it keeps living. I had a character like that one time. <laughs> I had a character because I had characters, I, I called him Charles the Expendable. And he was an average, he was a, of an average stats but he didn't really have a death wish but i sent him in places to die maybe he did have he probably did have a death wish but he'd always survive he'd be the one to survive if there was a tpk he'd be the one to serve then it wouldn't be a tpk because he'd survive and it got to be a running joke after a while he actually got up to fifth level i expect him to die a long time before that he finally died at a convention game uh, but it was funny but people with death witches it's just a different it's a di it's a way different mindset, and and it'd be interesting if you took a scenario like this guy's, just go wants to go out to die, but he can't do it by himself. 
He needs some adventurers to go with him because he doesn't know. He knows where to go, but he doesn't exactly... He, he just needs some support. And it that would be very different roleplay. He'd take chances no sane man would normally take, let me put it that way. And expect the others to back him up on it. I mean, support. He's going to go in there and face that bullet, and you're expected to like flank it and, you know, give support. And he wants to die a glorious death. And it's, it's a weird mindset. Okay. That is from the DM's perspective. What about the player perspective? Okay. First of all, having a death wish suggests some kind of mental illness. So I'm going to get into segue into playing in alignment. Now, having a death wish is just one of a way to show people that something's wrong in your head. And usually the alignment that most gets the most traction out of that is chaotic neutral. We're talking about D&D class and level here. And like some games, they don't have chaotic neutral. So either it's just three alignment, chaotic. The five, the five alignment system is kind of hard because you got to kind of fudge it. You know, are you going to go with... Uh, you know, lawful evil, lawful good, you know, or chaotic or whatever. But at any rate, the person is just bon- gonzo nuts. And you got to learn how to play it as a player. And you got to learn how to adjudicate it as a DM. I remember being in the RPGA. I remember being in the RPGA and they specifically said that the chaotic neutral alignment is not allowed. Period. It may still be that way with the D&D Adventures Guild. I don't know. But they say chaotic neutral is not allowed because it gave players too much license to kill other players. Other player characters, rather. And it was just, I guess, endemic. So they just banned the alignment altogether. Because people would kill, a player character would kill another player character, and the player would go, oh, well, he's crazy. Yeah, well, he'll do that. He, your key's chaotic, and he doesn't care. No, that's not the way to do it. That is not the way to do it. Okay, fine. I think if you play something other than chaotic neutral, you can still play crazy. I mean, mental illness manifests itself several different ways and being just gonzo nuts and wanting to kill people on a whim is only one way i mean you could talk to plants you can eat dirt you 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 maybe you got a cleanliness fetish or something and or some verbal tick or some facial tick that just kind of you're you're nuts so in the you got your own world in your head and you're kind of, it's kind of nuts so there are several ways to play that and as far as that is concerned i would not allow somebody to play chaotic neutral if they're just going to go out and kill other player characters it's bottom line that simple i'm i'm with the rpg on that but i find it's funny anything in dnd you say you can't do i find a challenge They say, it's impossible to do this. Oh, yeah? Hold my drink. So, (laughs) 
chaotic neutral, like I said, it, you could be lawful neutral, you could be lawful good, you could be, I, you know, there's three chaotic alignments in a nine-point alignment system. They don't have to be, you could be chaotic good and still be bat crazy. And, but you're on the side of the good guys. And as far as players go, I know how to temper it. There are times when the crazy comes out and there's the times the crazy is put in check because I find that any character, no matter how chaotic, can focus to a certain extent on the task at hand. Now, they may justify it in a really weird way in their head, but you can get them to focus on the task at hand. Even if it takes other player characters to get him to focus, they can do that, you know, one example is the Hulk. They get the Hulk to do good, but they really got to work at it. And the Hulk has some... I'm not talking about Banner here. I'm talking about the Hulk. He has he has some concept of good and evil in his head. He has some kind of morality, I think. But the emotions override him. I mean, he's almost the perfect berserker. So you got you to gotta kind of kid glove it if you're a DM. And as a player, know when to play it and know when not to play it. It's not going to affect your character development or personality or anything like that. You just got to know how to do it. And folks, if you if you want to debate with me on this or give me your opinion or whatever, why don't you just drop me a voicemail over at Anchor or you can send me an email at oldmangrognard at gmail.com. And we are also monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program. And I thank you. So, I'm going to go start my day, and I hope you folks have a great, great day. And until I talk to you next time, keep the dice warm. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.